0: the uh, strength and conditioning.
1: Oh, yeah, that was, our, that was already going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, tra- training, training um, pro athletes and what goes into that. Um, I guess, you know, just, you know, moving forward from there, I guess what's going on with all this COVID stuff and still trying to train and work and.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I wasn't even thinking about the coronavirus stuff, but, yeah, yeah that'd be good. Yeah. All right. You want to throw those on just so you can hear when, like, yeah, you're actually yeah. talking into the mic right. or not? So, you don't have to, like, talk straight into it like this. Just, like, kind of talk right across the front of that thing.
0: Right. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You hear it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got it.
1: But if you're, like, talking to the side, you can't really hear yourself. Yeah. And then that's I how it's can... going to sound when they listen to it on.
0: Well, you know, my voice kind of carries. Oh, yeah. It, that deep-ass so.
1: vo- <laughs> deep <ass> voice. That deep-ass <laughs> voice. I hear it sound like that. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the Savage Association podcast. Today I'm here with Chris McNair, uh, my strength conditioning coach. He is an ex-NFL athlete, free safety,
0: um, right? Uh, outside linebacker, actually about 40 pounds of difference.
1: <laughs> 40 <laughs> pounds of difference. I, that's funny because I remember when you were 300 pounds. Yeah, Like 300, 300 pounds muscled up, not 300 pounds of –
0: 314 pounds to be exact uh, that was the biggest I've ever been in my life uh, uh, things are a little bit different up there uh, <laughs>
1: well, what, was, what was your body body fat percentage like that? uh
0: when I was 314 I was actually at 12% body fat so pretty Man, low for 314 Imagine seeing pounds. that. like look at the size of his arms yeah. versus the size of arms <laughs> Crazy. I'm about 280 now, so I I, I took it back a little bit. I, I started snoring while I was watching my Netflix shows, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I knew then it was time to cut it back. A little too much pressure on the knees. Yeah, that too. Uh, uh, definitely. But what's crazy is I still could really jump. Oh, I, I at, don't at 314, I could still jump. I still had about a 38 inch vertical at 314 pounds. Could so. Could you really feel a difference on your body though? Oh yeah, man. Like I said, I was snoring, uh, and I wasn't asleep. I was snoring while awake watching Netflix shows. Literally, oh like, god! <laughs> <laughs> I used
1: to have people in high school that used to like do that in my class. I'm like looking back at them, like, my
0: oh, like, bro, you sleep? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, so strength and condition. How do you how do you
0: get on that from uh? Co- well, what what's crazy is you know you mentioned that I, I played football. Uh, I went through um. Uh, a part of my life where I wasn't playing any sports actually. I got into football. Um my junior year of high school is when I got into football. I actually played my senior year and that was it. Um wait, and, so you didn't even start your junior year? No. What did you have like one of those huge
1: growth spurts like everybody? Uh, a I like? was yeah.
0: I was this tall when I was sixteen. So just uh, skinny. Yeah, I was about 215. They didn't put you at wide receiver? Uh, no, I played some tight end, a little tight end. Uh, uh, what's funny is a lot of colleges that recruited me when I came out uh, wanted me to play tight end, but tight end was not a very glamorous position, to say the least. At what year was this? 2001.
1: 2001, so, like, yeah, main people were, like, Tony Gonzalez and Antonio uh, he, Gates and stuff. Yeah,
0: but that, those were the receiving tight the ends. Most yeah, most of them are just right. blocking tight ends. Exactly, That's so it was like, eh, tight uh, no, end, yeah. no thanks, you know. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so uh, I got into football late. I was a basketball player, and uh, I ran track um, before that. What did um, you run? I ran the 200, uh, the Uh-oh. 400, 4x2, four and 4x1. Uh, so um, I was pretty I was pretty fast uh, for a, a big kid. You F- know.
1: Fast with some endurance because if you're just straight up fast, it'd be the hundred, R- right? Two hundred, uh, you got to have a little bit of endurance. Four hundred, you got to have a bunch of endurance. Because I used to run the four hundred. I used to run the four hundred, the four x four, and the eight hundred.
0: that eight hundred, man.
1: Hey, that eight hundred. <sharp> so people don't understand. It's I feel from what I've been told too, but I feel like it's the hardest race in, in track. It's either that or the 400 400 hurdles. is definitely I, – I think 400,
0: 400 I, I don't know. 400, the, the, that's a combination of speed and endurance that not a lot of people can master. Do you know what's
1: crazy, though, is when I ran my 400, I would finish about a, only one second faster than when I ran my first lap in my 800. Man. Is that not crazy? I don't, yeah.
0: I don't know. I think you were probably better than you thought you were, and you didn't really tap into it. I think you probably could have been a whole lot faster. Probably. Yeah, that's what that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like, uh, you know, you when you know you had further to go, you kind of ran with this oh, know, yeah. mentality like, well, I got I got more to go. So, you know, you kind of just overlooked it when you know it's the end. then you're like, all right, yeah, you know, this is the end. Well,
1: at the, yeah, at the end of the, that <laughs> last little that last little leg of the of the 800. Like when you come around that last curve and you got that straightaway, you know, they always have that. They always say that's when the bear jumps are, Man, I'll be running as hard as I can going. <laughs> Super super barely slow.
0: barely moving
1: but it feels like you're going so fast or you're trying so hard yeah pull with your arms at that point man like i'm swimming that's <laughs> what i swear to god that's what it feels like trying trying not to drown so yeah. you played all the all those sports i'm yeah. surprised I, man even back then in the day like in 2001 era like they weren't they didn't have like the linebackers you didn't play outside linebacker like how they have now, like James right. Harrison, and then we're playing. So
0: what's crazy is uh, in high school, I played everywhere. I played outside linebacker. I played defensive end. I played some safety. Uh, I played everywhere, especially when I got into college. They kind of moved me around because I was new to the game of football. I was still learning how to play football. Yeah, so when you I were went just to stuck in one, one position. Right. When I went to a Division One college, I was probably the, you know, men- mentally I was the youngest kid on the team. What college? Uh, University of Southern Miss. All right. So, so, under under
1: Jeff Bauer. Did did you and so I, I meant to ask this at some point during the show, anyways. Did you in, do you know
0: Deontay? Uh, Deontay. You talking about DeAndre? Oh, DeAndre, DeAndre Brown. Yeah, DeAndre. So what yeah, I, I do yeah. know DeAndre Brown. Uh, we're friends. Uh, DeAndre came in after I left. Uh, he was later. He DeAndre played um, most of his career under um, uh, what's the coach that went to North Carolina? Um i can't think of his name right now but he played he coached at southern miss and then won a conference championship and then fedora oh yeah 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 Yeah. so um he played under him and then um i was uh, i played under bower so i played under the bower coach nicks era. yeah when we were knocking heads off out there oh yeah i know deandre pretty well i see him all around town all the time yeah worse Worst memory from being at Southern Men's or worst experiences, I, I know pretty much everybody knows who Alex Smith is. Alex uh, Smith, plays the for the, Yeah, plays for Washington Redskins. Redskins, yeah, the one that had a yeah. super
1: bad knee injury. He,
0: well, leg leg, injury. lower leg yeah, injury. Leg yeah, injury. he killed us in the Liberty Bowl. Who, like, who did he play for in college? He played for Utah. Oh, really? <laughs> they had a squad. Uh, I also uh, got a chance to get my butt kicked against Aaron Rodgers, too, so. <laughs> A Where did Aaron Rodgers play? He played at Cal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are just some of the people that I, I – uh, Did
1: you think they were going to go to the NFL? Oh, absolutely. Like, it was you've no been, doubt. Been...
0: It was no doubt that those two guys, like, I knew. Like, when I saw him, – I'm, I'm going to tell you somebody else, too. Uh, he's coaching – he's now a quarterback coach at um, – Chicago with the Bears, but Dave Ragone that played for Louisville back then. Back then, Louisville was in Conference USA. Dave Ragone was a stud. Man. I don't even know who that is. He's a he's the quarterback coach at in uh, Chicago now with the Bears. But when he played, like literally, man, he 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 was about white dude, black dude, white guy had these big blue eyes, big blue eyes, man. He's he's pocket po- passer or is he a little athletic? Six three, about two hundred and thirty five pounds. And he can run. He can throw. He oh can, yeah, man he he was like he was a shocker. Like it, when you when you hit him, you better hit him.
1: So so speaking on all these like <laughs> good quarterbacks and athletic quarterbacks, um, because mm-hmm. each one of the quarterbacks you you said will sit in the pocket and throw, but they're all athletic, right? Um, I've heard, and I'm not
0: sure if it's true or not, and I was curious. Was Steve McNair you related to Steve McNair? Yes, I, I, I am. We are related. Um. Uh, down the line um, um, He's he, he was a big influence Into why Like so I used to work his camps Every um, Every summer I'd work his camps in And In Nashville uh, uh, No actually He did them in Wiggins At Perk At uh, Gulf Coast Oh alright So I used to do them Right down the road And I used to work his camps With him And uh, just You know Just sometimes i see him Just throwing After that like after he do a camp, he he be throwing a little how, bit. How old were you this time? Uh, this was when I was about sixteen years old, and that kind. So you weren't of, even playing then. Mm-mm. And it kind of just it, him and my head coach, uh, my high school football coach Ronnie Quavis, were the ones who kind of really talked me into it finally. Because I was a basketball player, I was like, I'm a basketball player, I'm not a football player.
1: Man, look at you! Should have went to
0: tight end, bro. Look at Antonio <laughs> Gates. He came from basketball. I know, I know. And and he didn't play until his junior year in college. And, and, and looking back now, like with the the bit, my ability to jump and how explosive I am, a steal to this day, yeah, I should have been, I should have been catching the football. How old are you now? Thirty-seven. Oh yeah, you would. <laughs> how old was, and uh,
1: Tony Gonzalez when he Antonio Gates just stopped? He had to be close yeah. to forty.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Antonio Gates was, I think he was like 36 or 37. When but he, 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 he
1: was like you too. He didn't start till late, like I said, right. a junior in college when he finally transitioned over. So it was like he yeah. didn't have
0: a bunch of wear and tear. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of, a lot of Jimmy Graham, yep, uh, um, same um, basketball. Yeah. A lot of those guys can do that at the tight end position because it's really pretty much the same thing, Go especially for the rebound. Yeah. Basically, that's what you're doing. You just rebound in all game. Uh, the blocking aspect comes with, Time, I mean, you can see some of those guys getting those situations that the block guys like you know, uh, Shaq Barrett. He, he, oh, yeah, he murders tight ends, man, when they try to block him. And
1: you, you know, it's crazy, is one of the best catching tight ends in yeah. the recent era, Gronk. Oh, yeah, they don't even use him hardly. They all right. he does is block, right? Now, nah, he will go and catch a couple passes and get a touchdown now, there. yeah, now, but now with, with the Buccaneers.
0: Only stri- – almost only strictly blocking. The, the crazy thing thing is I think that's more strategy. I think that's more to – To uh, open up wide receivers, could you think? Well, or to throw the defense off. So, when, when Gronk enters, enters the game with Tom Brady under center, you thinking, all right, here we go. Tom Brady to Gronk, You know what I mean? That's yeah. what you're thinking. So and then they just load up and run it right at you. You know what I mean? So, I think that then they'll run it right at you, run it right at you, then they'll slip him out for a pass, and it's a big game. I think it's more so to mess with the defense. I agree.
1: And not to mention, they got three or four – Great wide receivers, Antonio Brown. Now, if he, well, he should be able to play since he had that concussion in the Super Bowl. That yeah. was before the yeah.
0: first game of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm so bitter about that because I'm a Steelers fan. Bro, you already know yeah. I'm a Pittsburgh I'm a fan, ste- too. Now, look at this. L- listen to this. Le'Veon, Le'Veon and A.B. are in a Super Bowl without the Steelers. <laughs> but – <laughs> Neither one of them did anything for their teams. Right. Neither one of them have the impact they had on the Steelers, but they're still there. Well, uh, that's great.
1: You know what? I didn't even think about that because Le'Veon don't even hardly play. Right. He got to run here and there. Yep. But he's not even starting. And A.B. doesn't start. He, if he is, he's in, he, if he plays, he's playing slot
0: most of the time. But right. Then, he, it, I mean, they got two good guys, though. Mike Evans oh, Mike and Evans. Godwin are, yeah. are beasts. So. Bro,
1: and Godwin's so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it you got to think they got two good tight ends on top of that, OJ and, yeah, and Connor Cameron Brick, Cameron, Cameron Braid. Yeah. yeah,
0: Cameron Braid is is a beast too.
1: Oh yeah, man, I had him on my fantasy league two years ago because I thought he was going to go off and didn't do anything. <laughs>
0: That's usually but, how it happens. But
1: we also they also I said we I'm not a fan of Tampa Bay. They also had Jameis Winston throwing all these interceptions. Yeah, too,
0: so. yeah. So yeah, he was, he was. I, man, I'm surprised he didn't play that much this year uh, when when Drew went down. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, that 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 was that was a shocker. Well, since we're on this subject before we circle back to where we were talking
1: about you mm-hmm. uh being able to transition to different positions mm-hmm. who you got in the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, I'm going with Mahomes. Uh I love here's the thing. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So, I have a huge respect for Tom Brady because he knocked us out of the playoffs so many times. He's beat us in the regular season, so I know what he's capable of. Um what it came down to last last week against Green Bay, because I feel you pick like that game? I picked I picked Green Bay. I picked Tampa. Here's the thing: if Aaron Rodgers did enough to win that game, they just couldn't put any pressure on Tom Brady. It wasn't even that he couldn't make them pay for the interceptions. Tom Brady threw three interceptions, yes. three three in a row. I feel, and they didn't get points off of him.
1: I feel like one he was getting one he was taking a sack while he threw, so that. Made the ball go up. One, I felt like Mike Evans, if he'd have been in – I feel like he should have caught the ball. I know it looked like he, yeah. did, he, did, he was in the middle of the stride, so he couldn't jump as high as he wanted to. I feel like that's a catchable ball, though. Yeah. The other one, yeah, it was completely his fault. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, they – other than the sack that they had when he got the interception, they couldn't get any pressure on Tom Brady. If you let him sit in the pocket – All day, he'll, he'll kill gonna, you. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll kill, kill you all you. day.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tom, it, it's just amazing that Tom Brady is in another Super Bowl I, I mean, he doesn't even have to I, I hear so much, oh, if Tom Brady wins this one He's the GOAT He's already. He ain't got to win another Super Bowl, bro He's the, yeah, man As so, far as quarterbacks go, the
1: GOAT So, what I, I want him to win because Everybody was saying the only reason he won Was because of Bill Bell The system man. quarterback, yeah, yeah Only because of Bill Now, what'd Bill do without him? And he got a good quarterback yeah. replacement.
0: Hey, here's the thing: I it's, think it, I think it goes hand in hand. Uh, I think they they function well together. I don't think it's one over the I, other. I agree. Well, I yeah. think
1: I think they function good together. But I think Brady's better at what he does than Bill is. Now, I, don't get me wrong; I think Bill's good because he did good with the Browns, yeah. and he's done good with the Patriots.
0: But I don't know. I think Tom Brady has benefited from having the best cast he's ever had in his career this year.
1: A hundred percent. When he was the Patriots, he didn't have anybody. Right. It? And when he had Wells Walker that was good, and he had Gronk. So, that means – Then he had A.B. for a couple games. So,
0: so you're going to put that all on Tom Brady, that, that he didn't have a, a good supporting cast and they won, or are you going to give some to Bill Belichick? Oh, I, like game? I said, I think Bill's good at what he does, but I
1: think Brady yeah. is better at what he does than Bill is.
0: I don't know. I, I don't know because three interceptions say different. If the defense doesn't step up there, that, that's a, that's an L. Well, well, that's a nail. That's a nail. I mean, those three 100%, interceptions. A
1: hundred percent. Well, even then, it's still with it being three interceptions. They they scored off two of those interceptions. No, they didn't. They didn't
0: get any points off the turnovers. I'm specific. I remember. No, only, the only one is the one they got in the red zone that took back to the red zone. That was the only time they got six points. They didn't get to two points. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. Then he that, Yeah,
1: that was right. What that was the first the whole, one. That the... was the
0: first, the first turnover. The yeah. second two, they didn't get anything. And that was to like seal the deal. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Now I know the last one, one, one was. Yeah, they score. They go down and score on either one of those because Tampa couldn't score at that point. So Green Bay had stepped up on defense. Yeah. And. Aaron Rodgers didn't.
1: Well, that's the thing, go. though. Green Bay's defense was doing good, too. You yeah, can't yeah. – I, I'm I, I'm going to sit with what I said, though.
0: Listen, I already told you, Brady's the GOAT. It, it, I think – Bra- so,
1: so if, if Brady's the GOAT, is Bill Belichick the GOAT of, of coaches? No,
0: Nick Saban is the GOAT, the GOAT of coaches. Well, coaching.
1: that's two different <laughs> two different leagues. It's not
0: even comparable. Yeah, well, but it's head coaching. I'm saying as far – here's the deal, you know. So, Everybody's trying to say Nick Saban went to the league and he couldn't win. Nick well, said, he looked at the bum ass Dolphins. Right, you know, he, he, and Trash. if he could control who he had on his roster, he would never lose. So, how is Urban Meyer going to do at Jacksonville then? Urban Meyer's is a good coach. He's a he's definitely a culture changer. So, I think I think I don't think they're going to a Super Bowl because he goes there, but I think they 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 become a definitely a. a they become a factor in their division. Urban's yeah. been successful everywhere he's went. That's what I'm saying. I, I think he's a culture changer. I think they become, you know, competitive in that division. I think they make the playoffs. They don't have the quarterback position right yet to win a Super Bowl. You well, need the quarterback position to Well, win you
1: know Bowl. how he plays well, how he coaches, he needs doesn't need but prefers
0: an athletic Yeah. Quarterback. Um, here, here's the deal. Every everybody is going to that. Tom Brady – the Tom Brady's are – Oh, I agree. Those days are over.
1: But a lot of his was also – and you saw uh, Patrick Mahomes get hit with it. You do an option in the NFL, you might get smoked. So, you can't keep a quarterback like that.
0: Well, here's the thing. You can't keep a quarterback that's more talented than with his legs than he is with his arm. That's what you can't keep. You can keep a a guy who's talented with his legs, but also has the talent. Because because Patrick Mahomes ain't a slouch. It's oh athletic. no, no. Neither is Josh Allen. Neither. Oh, no, like, Josh Allen's a lot more athletic than he looks. Yeah. So you you gotta look at it like that. Now, I guess if you want to, you know, point to someone like Lamar Jackson, I don't think Lamar Jackson can throw it enough to the outside to win a to win a Super Bowl. No, yeah, he he, he, he needs to he needs to develop a little bit more. He needs to play the game a little bit better from the waist up in order to win this ball. I
1: agree, um, but all i was saying off of that is, I know a lot of a lot of uh, Urban's game is like built off some op- read options and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even if you give the ball away, quarterback's open to be hit right there. Right. So you gotta you gotta take your chances and do it here and there and. You know what I mean? Make sure quarterback gets – if I'm quarterback, I'm getting down regardless. He,
0: here's, he, I was about to say, he, here's the thing. You take a guy like Cam Newton, who was, you know, the focal point of everything in in Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. And uh, his body is just taking so much damage to where he's a shell of him, his former self.
1: But also, he he would take shots that other quarterbacks would get a penalty. Yeah. They'd, they'd get a they, they didn't rough from the quarterback. Fight. But they didn't –
0: he's just so big – Yep, he was he was so he was so athletic and so big that it was almost a disadvantage uh to hit him. It, you, know, I, you have to hit him violently to get him to go down. Same, or he's same not, with Big Ben yeah, in the beginning. You have to hit him hard or he ain't going down. What are you gonna what are you gonna do? You gonna grab a guy that's fifty pounds? And
1: we're not even talking about just like him taking off and running. If he's in the pocket, they're hitting him hard. That's right. when he's getting hit the hardest. And, yeah. like, he'll get up and look at the look at the refs. it would be helmet-to-helmet helmet contact. They won't throw anything. They'll look at him like – But that's, yeah. that's the difference in when you're that big. You right. Know? So, it makes it look like it's not that hard to hit. Yeah. They think you can take more. It's it, crazy.
0: It, it's kind of the same as, like, uh, you know, well – it is the same, and then sometimes he does a little bit extra. But oh, 100%. Le- Le- LeBron, LeBron is the same way. You know, you, in order to stop him from driving, you know, you have to be aggressive, and then you're going to get foul calls, but sometimes he flops, you know, of course. Yeah, he's not doing it hard enough. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He's not that bad, but, you know. I agree. He, he he doesn't get calls sometimes because. 100%. Guys have to be physical, or what do you, what you want me to do, let him run me over?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so who you got? You got, you got I got.
1: I got KC going back to back. So I and I like Patrick Mahomes and he has got that what five hundred million dollar contract, mm-hmm. five hundred forty or something like that.
0: He's worth every penny.
1: Oh, they're already happy. <laughs> they they're already happy they paid him that right just for bringing him back to another Super Bowl. <laughs> right. But I want Tom Brady to go out saying I did it without Bill, go out his way,
0: and I don't want him to play next year if he does. Yeah, but I think he signed a two year contract, didn't he? I uh, can't remember if he did or not. But I, I, I man. If he did that, like I'd be happy for Tom. That, that's, uh, uh, that's awesome. And I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, but I like
1: to see people do good. See where most, pe- why most people hate Tom Brady It's because he's successful. Is he? When you people, when they like people like to see people do good until they do too good.
0: Yeah. And then they want to like, see you lose. Yeah. Kind of like Muhammad Ali, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, LeBron.
1: Yeah.
0: MJ when when he was playing, people right. don't want to see you win because you're doing too good. Or or if you are winning. They want to see a blemish on your personal life. Like, oh, oh yeah. he's divorcing his wife. He's been cheating. You know.
1: <laughs> and what's so crazy about that kind of stuff is that people have literally done that exact same thing. They were coming on that. Yeah. But they think that they can talk shit. on Because it's a
0: celebrity. Yeah. They hold. It's crazy. They hold celebrities to a higher standard than they hold themselves. One hundred percent. It's so crazy, man. It's like it's almost like they they act like they're not human. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Well, all right. So, I guess we can make a bet on this game this weekend. All right. What you got? Let's
0: bet. Uh, I tell you we what. Do, we gonna do a spread, or are we just gonna go straight up, or what's up? Uh, the spread. I think the Vegas In spread minus two and is two and a half. Oh, it's, it went down. It was three. All right. Um, I'll give. I'll give you three points. Give me three. I'll give you three. How no. much are we betting? Uh, Hundo stick. All right. Let's go.
1: Bet. All right. Since we got that smash You heard it. You hey, heard it now. I'll bring I'll bring i bring that money out. Hey, I put a little a little nine leg parlay in the other day at the uh casino for uh it was a lot of it was all basketball. It was yeah. some college and some uh NBA. and I put it in for ten bucks. You hit two thousand thirty
0: six dollars. <laughs> I do it all the time. Uh actually man, uh uh, one of my clients, AJ McCarron, he uh he always comments about yeah, how I'm AJ. always yeah how how I I'm, I'm always putting in parlays and winning man and uh I put in one you know he he commented like I was like man I'm about to go put this nine leg in so we gotta get in you know on time get out on time because I gotta herb get down there for this game so he's like man you need to quit betting I was like I'm telling you I'm about to hit went down there with ten bucks nine leg parlay. Nine hundred eighty-one dollars off ten bucks. Hey, <laughs> so how I how I ended
1: up making up making two Gs is I took a lot of money in the line, just like North Carolina to yeah. win by seven, went minus six, and a bunch of a bunch of games that they won by. They so if you don't know about sports betting, if they're if a team is minus six, that means they have to win by, by six or more. Well, if they win by six, and you're gonna get a push on that, you have, they mm-hmm. have to win by seven. Uh, if you get a push, that doesn't mean you lose. It just means that bet gets, no- right. gets knocked off and you have an parlay. Mm-hmm. Um But I picked – I am not going to say risky because I try not – if I do like a parlay that big, I'm going to try to do the best odds that I can. Mm-hmm. And I had like four or five of the teams win by one point. Of what oh, they had to. Wow. And then I would have won an extra $1,500. Texas was playing Oklahoma, but mm-hmm. they were short some players. And I had them money line to beat Oklahoma. They're mm-hmm. – I think Texas only had two losses, ranked number five. They ended up losing by one. So, that would have given me an extra 1,500. They just, and they got scored on with .9 seconds left. Wow. To make it.
0: You know what? That's why I really don't bet on college basketball because of the way the end of the game see, go. And they put them on the line. I feel like that's opposite.
1: All. I feel like that's the opposite. So, in college, I feel like they play throughout. In the NBA, that's why in the NBA I bet first halves. Because in first half, they're trying to score. Yeah. They're trying to finish that first half as, with as wide a margin as they can so they can sit their players a little more in the second half. But at the end of the game, if you're up 20 points, you're going to put your backups in. Right. And then it's going to lessen that spread. True. But in college, it doesn't do that.
0: Here's the thing. That's true if it's on a a, a, a blowout game. I'm sitting on the closed games. When it's a closed game, yeah. it's down to the wire. Like, if the Clippers are playing the Lakers and the spread is plus six – you know what I mean? You take that you 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 take whoever is up at that time. Like let's say you pick the Lakers to win by six, yeah. they're up, right?
1: I picked the Lakers to win by six last night. They lost. Yeah, well, which I knew was going to be a good game with the 76ers. I'm, I'm
0: about to show you why because they're just going to hold the ball. Oh, 100 percent. At the end, they're just going to kill the time, and then you know, well, the that's other team when that, goes down, well, that they're trying. To well, score. that's
1: when the fouls come in, and that's when that spread margin comes back out. A little bit because they're going to foul. Unless they foul uh, LeBron. They foul, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true. It's like fouling Shaq back in the day. Try to try to get Shaq with the ball. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to try to foul you. You're going to have to shoot. You might make one out of two. You might make two. But then they get the ball back. They don't score, and that starts to spreading out that margin right. or widen that margin again. But I feel like in college, to me at
0: least, it's a, it's a lot less – it's a Man, lot more forgiving at the end. I don't know. I've, I've I've lost a lot of bets in college <laughs> at the end of the game. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me, bro? All you had to do was just finish. I lost a parlay last
1: night strictly because the Celtics. They went up with eleven seconds. I had a money line. They went yeah. up with eleven sec eleven point two seconds left. I had a money line. That just means they have to win. Yeah. So when they win by that one, I win that. And mm-hmm. I had two parlays on that. They were both for nine hundred. One was like nine ninety eight. The other one was nine hundred two. Yeah. Lost, lost, lost. Killed both in. your tickets, bro. <laughs> had to go get me a little drink. But Man, um,
0: I never, I never do an identical ticket because no, I don't either.
1: But and I and I try not to put the uh,
0: two team I, I try not to put a, one like a team on both tickets, no matter how sure I am about them winning, because it's, it's going to ruin
1: both. Yep. Well, I did. I usually do like four tickets. They'll all be like. Twenty dollar bet or ten dollar bet because I feel like I have the best odds and some and out of those four tickets I'll do one that's going to be like nine or ten teamer, mm-hmm. uh, the rest of them would be like five and three three I feel like I can hit three all day almost yeah. never miss them three and one like two I'll do like a two two pick parlay where I'm pretty sure of and I'll put like a little more money on it, maybe a hundred bucks and double out my money and make two twenty yeah. or something right. but um, I I put. I was so sure the
0: Celtics were gonna win last night. I put them on all of my tickets. Yeah, <laughs> and killed them. Yeah, it killed every all single right, one. Man, of every time, every time. I, I've done it before too. I don't do it anymore. What you could do is, especially if you're good at going for, if you if you're good at picking like three. Yeah. You know, do teasers. See, I. I've looked at – I really don't know what the teaser is. I so just go straight parlays. What, what a teaser is, is uh, it adds to the Educate spread. me. It adds to the spread. So, you can do a teaser for, like, plus seven points. Yep. So, like, let's say if you got three teams you really like on the spread, all right, you add plus seven to that. To
1: yeah. just the total of the spread yeah.
0: combined? Yeah. So, what, what I'm saying is, like, let's say if you got a team – that you're confident they're going to cover minus six. If you if you got a team you that's you're confident they're going to cover minus six, you do a teaser, and it'll go plus seven, and it'll have them now at plus one, at plus mm-hmm. one. Oh yeah, so they can lose by one. It, Just that one team? Well, it, no. Whoever you have on that
1: parlay. So say you have, say you have two teams that are even, mm-hmm. and then you had. The third team that was minus five. So if you had two you'd teams plus even,
0: two. you'd be yep, yep, you'd be plus seven, plus seven, uh, plus two. So the two oh, they team, all get seven. They end. all get seven. What? Yep. But so, I'm sure
1: that brings your money yeah, down. Yeah,
0: your odds go down, but you can bet more money. Your odds go up, but your but you're gonna win less money. Yeah, right. You're, yeah, you win less money, but you can bet more money because it's a safer bet. That's true. I might have to look into that because yeah. I always see it like. Would you like to tease? You can do three or four teamers, and I'm like,
1: ah, I don't even know what that yeah. is. Let me just go straight for my yeah. parlay. I
0: do tease. I do teasers all the time. I hit on teasers all the time. But huh. I bet like two hundred on a teaser. I might do I might do one tonight and I'll send you a ticket. So again. I bet on a teaser last weekend. I took um I took Tampa Bay plus twelve. Oh, because of because of the teaser. Well even was, then they were they were only plus three and a half. Right. So at the time, they were plus five. Plus five. It was plus five at that point. And I took, I did a uh, seven point teaser, so it was plus twelve, and then I had them going over thirty something points. Clearly, it was gonna, yeah. Clearly, yeah. The total score is going to be over thirty. So
1: it was at forty. It that with that, the with the spread or not the spread, but the total does that they take away the, seven points? Yep. What? So they only had to have twenty-one or they only 20. have 33.
0: So it was at forty. I did a seven oh, and put it down to 33, so they had to go over 33. Easy. And then I did KC plus four, right, because their spread yep. was at yep. three. Their spread was at three, so it made them plus four, yep. and then I had them going over, I think it was 53. So Oh, so yeah. It, would it go to plus two because it even? No, the spread, what was the spread? It was, the spread was 53. I took it down to 46. Oh, the points were? Yeah. Uh, I, the point, yeah. I mean the total. My bad.
1: Um. So if they were, if they were minus four, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Well, do, they were minus when, three. They were minus three, and went to plus four. Plus four. Well, wouldn't it go minus? It would go down to minus two,
0: minus one, even. Will it go there? No, it'll because it, it, evens, evens one two, Because that just means if they win. So yeah, if you take they, I don't know if they have a three point, but I know they have a four point teaser so I did a seven point teaser so it's just gonna do seven points yeah. regardless so if you do a uh, you could do a four point teaser and get, that would just make them plus one
1: and you're gonna make more money off of that because right because you'' not, getting it's not changing points. yep all right I got you well I'm gonna yeah. yeah so I bet I bet the bucks last weekend I did yeah. uh, well I did a bunch of little well, pro- oh I
0: didn't even finish. so I on that teaser I just told you yeah I bet a hundred one two hundred all right so that's hey, how you do it yeah that's easy.
1: that's almost. Yeah. yeah. Impossible to lose. Right. I mean unless it was just strictly defense but with both
0: of them quarterbacks it's going to be impossible. Exactly. So that's why I took the teaser. Yeah. 1 200 bucks. So
1: I did I did I only did two like actual uh I did the spread and I did a I want to say under. I did the under which was like No, I did the over which was like 54 points. Mm-hmm. So I did the spread, I took Tampa Bay plus three, mm-hmm. they would right. I wish I would have done the reverse odds, because <laughs> they get because that'd have been that'd have been plus like eight hundred right, for right. them to win, mm-hmm. and that I'd have made a bunch of money off of that. But I did that. That was one of my little parlays. I would hit that and ended up being like one hundred and fifty bucks. And then I just took Tampa Bay straight up plus three, that and I put fifty on it, end up winning ninety five. Mm-hmm. Now I did a bunch of like little props. I did. I took Devonte Adams. Less than 90, 93 yards. Okay. Covered that easy. I yeah. think he got like 50-something or 60. Yeah. I took Aaron Rodgers minus two-and-a-half uh, touchdowns, so he had, to, he had to throw three touchdowns. He did that. Right. Took Tom Brady, same thing. He had to throw three touchdowns. He did that. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say I took Leonard Fournette over 43 yards, and he covered that easy. Did he? Oh, man, yeah. He had two – he had, he covered that with two runs, a two touchdown – the, the one touchdown run he had yeah, was like 28 I, that, yards Yeah, by that was myself. a big run, yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought they only had like 50 some yards rushing total, though. That's why was, it must have been all him because I know, well, it, Jones didn't do anything. Nothing. But Leonard Fournette's a game changer for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I man. don't know how you just release him. Oh, uh, man. You know what's crazy? He was like the most coveted back when he was coming out. Oh, LSU, yeah. And then just went – like, you just yeah. – well, he did
1: good right. the first year in Jacksonville. He did yeah. really good and then got hurt. He's always been injury prone. Right. And then came back and did good and then mm-hmm. got hurt again. And then I guess yeah. they're like, fuck that. We ain't going to
0: pay him this much money to get hurt. Game has changed, too, uh, to where they're not just handing the ball off. No, because they got old – what's his name, a quarterback. hmm But so. I guarantee you
1: if Irvin Meyer could have changed that coming in, he would have kept him.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, he probably would have kept him. Definitely, because he knows who he is anyway, like, being that he was an LSU guy, so.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so we've been all around the world with this. We were on the subject of you saying you were like a blank slate so you could learn any position that they
0: put you at. Right. Yeah, I did. Um, But, you know, going into college and playing football, football was more like an experiment for me. And uh, I fell in love with the game of football, or, or so I thought I did. I thought i fell in love with the game of football and so after college you know um every opportunity that i got you know i, I went to jacksonville got cut uh i went to you know I, I went to afl got hurt so i got cut then i you know i went to the cfl got cut uh, like everything was you know every time i get in somewhere they love me and i get cut so it, it started like am i really supposed to be playing football
1: well, let's go. Let's go back just a little bit. Let's go to college. Yeah, you're playing outside linebacker, right? Some
0: tight end, maybe? No, 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 no tight end. Just I played deep. tight end in college. I mean, in the high school. Got you. Not, not. In college. So, how stats and stuff? How are you doing? So, uh, I became, you know, in 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 college, I became this guy who could, you know, I could pass rush, and and I also could cover in the slot. Uh, I had kind of a crossover ability type because of everything. No, happened. yeah, super athletic. Like yeah. I said,
1: in the later days, like – Yeah. If using you like James Harrison or right. any, any of the – Lawrence Timmons now or stuff yeah. like that. I mean, if they had that kind of system back then
0: where the outside linebacker right. was playing multiple
1: positions pretty much and yeah. on the line and stuff, man, you right. would have been
0: a fucking monster. Man, it, you know what was crazy? What, what kind of happened to me when I left college is because – because of my size, my height, and my range, like the way I'm built, a lot of teams wanted me to be a, just an edge rusher, just a defensive end. Yeah, like like linebacker. That's crazy because back
1: then, it's 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 crazy how much the games changed. Mm-hmm. Is they went they used to want big and bulky, and you could be slow. They weren't worried about. They just wanted you to have the power and try. Right now, it's all speed everywhere. Yeah.
0: So and, and that's that's the thing. Uh, guys like Javon Kurse, Oh, Javon Curse yeah. was playing when I was in high school. Julius so, Peppers. Yeah, so those guys is what they wanted me to mimic. Like, yeah, like that's, got that's you. what they was thinking. Like, oh, because yeah, he this, was like one of a kind then. Yeah, right. So it was like, oh yeah, this is just like Javon Curse, same long arms, can run. Yeah, you know what I mean, tall. And it's like, nah, I'm actually a, a real outside linebacker. Like, I cover tight ends. Yeah. I run in space. I'm just oh, I just happen to be tall.
1: You'd cover back then too. Tied, same thing. Tight ends weren't super fast. Even right. even Tony Gonzalez style, not super fast, right. just good good in his position. But yeah. now you got tight ends that fucking really Kim good run, play, yeah, plug yeah. receivers.
0: So you you have to have guys who have size that can also run covering them.
1: Yeah. So back then they're probably like, we don't need you to cover the tight end. He's
0: not going out for anything. Right. Right. We we will we'll let the safeties cover him. Yeah. We'll let you pass rush. And, and you know what? I'll never forget it. You know, Coach Butler. Um, was my defensive line coach at Southern Miss, uh, and he was one of the guys who really wanted me to come there. And I asked him one day, I was like, man, you know, why, why am I not dropping that much? He was like, Chris, it makes no sense for our best pass rusher to be dropping in coverage. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't understand it then. I'm looking, because you gotta think about it, I'm new to football, so yeah. I don't really understand football yet. I'm just playing because I'm athletic.
1: Well, the same thing, like you were saying, with Gronk being that tight end, it opens up the running game and it opens up the wide receivers. When you get on the line looking like you're going to
0: rush and drop back, that's how you get a bunch of picks. Right. They should have done that here and there at least. So, what's crazy is uh, I I, I spent a lot of time at Southern Miss learning and uh, I wound up transferring after a while, actually. It's crazy. I, I transferred to Tuskegee University. I did my last season in college football there. They use me in that way, so oh, they did. They? Yeah, so they use me. Let's first of all, me going uh, back then there wasn't a transfer portal. There was no. Oh yeah, so you had to wait. You had to sit out. Yeah, well, yeah, no, you did have to sit out. Oh, so okay. in a transfer portal now you don't have to sit out. Then I thought that had, was only if you're still a senior or. So you back then you had to either sit out. Or go down a level.
1: Yeah, you had to go to, to community college or something like that.
0: Or, well, or Division two. DT, so you had to go D one to D two, or like you that's said. That's why Cam Duke Newton
1: went to Gulf Coast, well, where, where he, did he went go? to. He went to uh, somewhere in Texas. Yeah,
0: he went to because uh, they played Gulf Coast remember, in the national yeah, championship. Yep. Whooped him, and I can't then because he cause he, the he, it, he
1: transferred no. from Florida to there, then then right. went from Florida to from there
0: to Auburn. Yeah, he won a national championship on all levels. Yeah, the, the crazy, crazy thing is. <laughs> If he,
1: imagine if he had been with Florida, they would have won like three national championships. Yeah. He was he was in line before Tebow. Can, right. Can you imagine having, to having him laptops. on
0: the side? Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, little Jameis Winston fever at that point. in crab legs. Man, <laughs> what's up with these dudes? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I wind up going down. And, and because I went down, like, when I walked on campus there, like, I was the biggest dude on the team, literally. I was bigger than some of the offensive linemen. Like, you know, just coming from a Division One program. You had dreads and stuff back then too. No, I didn't. I had the I had the whole. A lot of people used to tell me I looked like Will Smith back then. I got the oh, whole yeah. Will Smith thing all the time, man. Back then, what do uh, you mean, the Will Smith high top? No, like just just people like oh, I had well the low yeah. yeah. So I used to get that all the time, but um, so they used me in that way, you know. I rushed the passer, dropped in the coverage. I, I mean, I even man to man in the slot. All that I did, all that at that you know yeah. at Tuskegee, so I did it all, and I was about two hundred forty-five pounds then too.
1: Yeah, best so, player, best player you played against in college,
0: Aaron Rodgers. Even then, yeah. Hey, no, at any down. position, hands down, Aaron Rodgers.
1: Best play you made in college?
0: Best play I made. Uh, the most memorable. Most memorable. Uh, well, I'll tell you the most memorable play. All right, we were, we were playing Illinois. I was at Southern miss we were playing Illinois I was running down on kickoff uh, and the it was a tight The starting tight end he was on kickoff return and I'm coming down I was like the the sixth on kickoff return I'm coming down this side he was over here he did a loop came around blocked me bro literally knocked me off my feet blindsided me I literally was on my hands and knees couldn't balance out the field. Like, I had a concussion, definitely. Uh, but I went back in and played. No. What's the, <laughs> all right. So, that's the best play against you. That's the, that's the most memorable play. Oh, I'm most saying. Memorable. That's the thing I remember, remember the most. The best play I've ever made in a college football game is probably uh, we were down. We were down. This is when I was at Tuskegee, actually. We were down by – Two scores, like ten points. Yeah, literally. It's about four and a half minutes left in the fourth. We're on defense. All right, we need a play right now. Come out. They it's like second and thirteen, something like that. So they're just trying to run it, right down the clock. Yeah. Well, they second and third. No, it's third and thirteen. My bad. Second, oh, so they got to get it first. So going look, going. second and, second and ten, they run it. I got tackle for a loss. I, I didn't even add that. So. Tackle for a loss. It's third and thirteen. All right, I'm trying to make a play here. So,
1: y'all, are y'all thinking they're gonna pass or they're gonna run? To definitely, the they got. On? They
0: got it. They no. They got to get a first. down. Too much down. time. Yeah, they got to get a first down here. So, I come off the edge. Boom. Quarterback rolls the other way. I'm still pursuing. Can't he, see. He don't even know it. I'm still pursuing. He he hitches up the throw. I hit him from the backside. Strip fumble. the ball out. Fumble. Other defensive end on the other side picks it up, scoops it, takes it to the fifteen. Right? That was that drive. We get three. Get a field goal. Touchdown is all we need now. Next drive, they're on offense. They run a a run play this way. Strip the ball This way towards you? Towards me. Get the tackle, strip the ball, and recover the fumble. We still lose because we didn't score. What? Yeah. Now but,
1: imagine imagine if you would have been on to pick up the fumble
0: before. You man, would have outrun everybody. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm scoring. Yeah. And what's crazy is when I made the tackle and recovered that fumble, my coach my coach tells me when I come to the sideline, you got to pick the ball up. Don't cover it up. You got to pick the ball up. Like he wanted me to literally make that tackle, cause the fumble. What you're always taught. Get up. Fall go. The ball. <laughs> get I, up, pick it up, and run it in for a touchdown.
1: My coach has always told me. Fall on the ball, yeah. Fall, or not just me—that's what they preach. Fall on the ball, because yeah. they want to make sure. Because you see so many people try to try to it up. scoop
0: and score, and they fumbling Bro, around with it somebody else. Every try
1: chance speak. I had, I tried to scoop and score. I <laughs> didn't never lose one of them. Though. but I ain't just falling on the ball. <laughs> Here, here's a, here's another here's
0: another story. High school. This is most my first play, my first drive in a high school football game. Not the first play, first drive. It was like the second play. Sack force fumble from a recovery. Second play as a start.
1: <laughs> How'd that make you
0: feel like, oh, I was made for this. Bruh, I felt like yeah. I felt like like this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Like and I'm i I'm talking like this is coming from a guy who's had big plays in basketball games. Yeah. It's like That's crazy. You know, and now I'm playing football and it's like damn that, that boy, who is that?
1: So you got that <laughs> so you finished that Tuskegee. You started at Southern Miss. Yep. Finished at Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. Tell us how everything went about you trying to get to the NFL because
0: most right. people don't know
1: about how all that works. I, hell, I don't even know about exactly yeah. how it all
0: works. So, uh, I wasn't drafted. Uh, I went to a pro, I went to my, Come my on. pro day my, at Tuskegee, and then I went to pro day at Southern Miss. What, what's, what's crazy is, this is what's funny. When I went to that workout at Southern Miss, the scout from Jacksonville that was at Tuskegee did not let me work out. He he said I couldn't lift or jump or anything at that at that pro day. They kind of wow. do that so you don't take away the buzz from any other players. He he literally was like, Yeah, you worked out for me before in Alabama, I remember. And I was like, Yeah. He's like, All right, you just run the forty today. So basically there, he just other, gave them he just gave them my numbers. There's other scouts other here though. Right. He just gave them my numbers. And you, you can't fight that you just have to listen to them? Yeah. You just have to listen. I had already got the the okay to work out there and everything from the coaches because I used to I used to go there, so uh, I had already had Bus Cook and um, and a, a, another agent actually uh, helped me get into that workout. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't even work out. So I I I'm sure so. we all would in know forty time. So fastest forty I ever ran at 250 pounds was a four six eight. Yeah. Fastest time I ever ran in my life was a 447. I was 220. This is high school or? Yeah, that was in college. college. That was in Southern Miss. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, shuttle time, because that's it. when you're playing DN, it's, yeah. it's not about 40, it's all about
0: quickness. Right. What was, uh, your, what was your. My fastest was 429. Hey. Yeah. Fastest was 429. Uh, the fastest at heaviest was 441. I ran a 441 at 248 pounds. Vertical. Oh, highest vertical was 43 and a half, and I was, 200. God, I was 250 when I did that. So,
1: if we raced right now in the 40, I think I'd beat you. I don't know. I think I'd take you. Nah,
0: I wouldn't even race you in the 40 right now. But. 20, we can do the 20, and I guarantee. Just explosive? Yeah, and I guarantee you. you <laughs> but know, <it's> vertical, <laughs> is you'd
1: kill me. Like, yeah. I can't. And it, so, people that don't, if you didn't play any sports and you think, like, well, he's jumping high because he can touch the rim or he <laughs> can touch the top of the backboard. It, well, that matters too, but it's all about height. So, yeah. I mean, it's not about height. I'm sorry about that. How it, high you it's how ground. high you jump off the ground. So, it's not. He could be six foot two, and I could be five foot ten, and I could not be able to touch as high on the wall as he can. But I could have a higher vertical. Yeah, it's all about how high your feet get off the ground. Really, right. how high you can touch, and so. People think because somebody can touch the top of the backboard and the other dude can only touch the rim, that dude might be five five and this dude might be six six and the smaller dude's gonna have the higher vertical. Right. So forty three inches forty three inch vertical at what, six four, six five? Yeah. (sighs) What what is that? So six six five is here's the
0: crazy thing. I could dunk a twelve foot goal when I was in high school. Dead serious. I did it at uh, – 12 foot. I did it at the Gulf Coast Coliseum at a dunk-off. They raised it up to 12, God. and I dunked it.
1: So, I'm just trying to think, because I'm just talking about your height. Your height is 6'5". Yeah. So, when you do your vertical, you have to stand there. And then you do a reach.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you reach as high as my, you can. My reach is, is is over eight and a half feet.
1: So, 8 and a half, what 8 times 12 is what? Uh, 8 times 10 is 80? Yeah. 8 times nine, 11 is 88? So, it's 96. Yeah. yeah. 96 plus 43 right <laughs> what is what is that 96 plus 43 uh, that'd be nine that'd be 139 139 yeah. inches which is how many feet so it's almost that's it's over 12 feet yeah that's 13 feet 13 yeah. and a half feet almost
0: yeah what the fuck? quarter feet yeah man I I, I used to get jump man. it was crazy it was great rich actually uh rich, rich Myers. worked yeah rich actually worked with worked with me a little bit him and Glenn Jenkins uh in 2008. That, that's who I did all my training with when I was coming out. So, they actually really honed in on my vert. Uh, another good friend of mine, Alex Acoin, who helped me too. Uh, those are three of the most influential people who got me into strength and conditioning yeah. and, and stuff like that. So,
1: so if we all don't know, Rich Myers is the head strength and conditioning coach at D1
0: in Mobile. I don't know the other two. Oh, uh, Bryant, Elmore. Uh, and David Morris is the quarterback's guy. Gotcha. So yeah, Brian is a really good uh young coach. He's gonna be good, man. He he came out of uh Is that
1: the blonde headed dude?
0: Yeah, he came out of Alabama. He didn't he didn't
1: start coming up there until I'd been working up there for almost two years working out up there right. for two years.
0: So he so what it is is so Rich is the GM. He's he's over everything. Is he? Yeah. And uh, Bryant is the new strength coach there. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, he, he's going to be good, man. He's just young. He's just new. But once he gets about five, ten years under his belt, especially with the kind of guys he's working with now over there, yeah, he's going to be good. He's going to be a good coach.
1: And so he used to be – You were. I was the head strength coach. Head strength and conditioning coach over there. He used to be – Tell, I mean, name off, just name off some of the people that come through there, like Daniel Jones. Right. Know,
0: I've got to know him. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool dude. Uh, AJ McCarran. Right. Uh, who I still work with. I still work with AJ. come um, come
1: hit some pads again. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
0: <laughs> funny you mention that. So, I've doing? gotten, uh, he'll come whenever. I, I'll tell him if you want to. But, I got somebody, a uh, good friend of mine in Charlotte. Um, he owns uh, a few gyms in Charlotte. He wants to come hit mitts with you. So I'm going to get him to come down here. Come on. He want he want well he doesn't want to hit mitts. He wants to hold the mitts for you. Does he know how to hold? Yeah, he knows oh, how to hold. All right, then. He's actually he's actually been working with me on holding mitts.
1: Does so. he he wants to hold them for me to see if he's holding them right or just to see if he or He just
0: wants to work with you. All right. Yeah, he just wants to work with you. He, Hell yeah. he holds mitts. Yeah. I'm
1: always down with that. Um His
0: his name is Tyler Revis, actually. He's uh I'll, I'll hook you up with who? Uh, Charlotte boxing. If he's
1: on Instagram, just uh, send yeah. me his Instagram. Yeah,
0: so I'll, I'll hook you up with that. He'll will he's gonna come down, and we're gonna we're gonna get with you.
1: All right, bet. Well, shit, I was gonna say the other day when you were, uh, doing you're your you did not get to make it the other day to do the podcast, right? You and AJ went late. Yeah. Uh, I was going to tell him, I was like, man, just bring
0: him with you. I yeah. Know, he's yeah. probably busy. <laughs> yeah, he got so much going on, man. He's trying to get a house built. His wife his wife's pregnant again. So,
1: is he uh, moving on from – because I know Deshaun Watson wants to be traded. So, Is he going
0: to be the man or is he trying to move on? Because I saw so what he posted and said, new beginnings. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Um, with Deshaun moving out of there, they got some new coaching changes. Yeah. He could get a shot. I mean, they really like AJ. Do they? Yeah, they really like him. So, and the crazy thing is that in in the in the NFL now, the backup quarterback position has become a real position now. Yeah. So, hundred percent. They they want guys in there who could actually start a game if they needed. They don't just want guys yeah. who are not the best. That's why James Winston one. was a backup. Right. Well, yeah, he was supposed to be, and then. I guess he couldn't learn that offense well, fast not, enough.
1: Not even, not even him though. Even before him, they had what Teddy Bridgewater. That's two, right. two, two people starters. that could. Yeah, two starters. Two on Two starters. The
0: team. So yeah, that's 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 the direction they're going. They're going with two starters now. And you know. If you ever watched the show Blue Mountain State?
1: Did you ever watch that? It's super funny. The the dude would say the best position is always the backup quarterback. Yeah. You don't got to do shit. You still get paid. You still get the girls. Well,
0: what's crazy is they they, <laughs> they prepare. They prepare like they're gonna play. Yeah, but you don't have to play.
1: Right. So, and, I mean, until yeah. you do. Right. And I was yeah. watching. I was watching one of the podcasts. Uh, the I am. Do you ever watch I am athlete? Mm-mm. Brandon Marshall, Chad Johnson, Oh yeah, Taylor. yeah, yeah, I've seen Bro, it. I've if seen you it. ain't watching that, you got to watch it. I've that. seen it. I've seen Brandon Marshall on there. Yeah, Ma- nah, I'm talking about. I started listening to it. I listened to the whole second season in two days. I'd be <laughs> at work with my headphones in. Be get home, yeah. go to sleep with the headphones in. Dude, it, it's so crazy. If you go go watch that podcast or whatever, it's they they talk about. How they do their finances? Why they didn't let their family get money off of them and all this? And if they right. did, they set up a business. It's, you, I've learned so much from there. Not even that. Just how much money I didn't know NFL players got paid every week. Oh so, yeah. Brandon game Marshall been talking about. I'm making four hundred thousand dollars every Sunday. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. What, imagine what Patrick Mahomes making four million every every Sunday. <laughs> four million. What kind of?
0: Oh man. Look, but
1: you need to watch that's that. a lot of catch up but i don't remember where i was
0: going with that we were talking about something uh uh we were talking about uh what i don't know i can't remember backup I, I, quarterbacks I, yeah yeah there you go backup quarterbacks how much they make and you know how important they are to the game definitely but, uh, oh and how many people i've worked with or
1: no yeah so i want to get back to that so who yeah.
0: you've worked with daniel jones dj um uh, uh, Captain Mutterland, Jake from I did some stuff with, uh... Jake's
1: going to the Super Bowl, No, he was on the... Uh, no, nah, he was on the Bills. The Bills, yeah, uh, that's right. Him and T.J. Yildon.
0: Yeah, K.J. Wright, um... K.J. went to Mississippi State. Yeah, i I've, who's, I've,
1: who's the linebacker that uh we got Mark, Pittsburgh? Mark Barron. Mark
0: Barron, yeah. He's with Denver now. When did that happen? Yeah, he, he went to Denver last year. I didn't so even know that. Pitt, Pittsburgh released him in the spring. He signed with Denver last spring, right after COVID, uh... yeah. Right after COVID, after the quarantine, uh, he signed with Denver. Yeah, so he's in, in Denver this year. I don't know if he's still there, but I know he, he was with Denver this yeah. year. Yeah,
1: Well, so it's all big names. It's not like you're just working with, like, high right. school
0: athletes wanting to go to college. It's all right.
1: – so you know what you're doing. For one, you've been there.
0: Right. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, I have – I got my CSCS about five years ago now, so – I'm kinda I kinda like deep in the game now, I guess you could say. I've been doing strength and condition since about two thousand eight. Yeah. So it's it's been a while now, I'm getting up there. Uh, yeah. but yeah. Um it what's it's funny how I got into that and and this kinda goes back into my logo actually. My my logo which is Logo
1: and Company. What's, the, what's your name what's your uh, name, Which is
0: Liger, actually, which Ligor, which is like half lion, half gorilla. Uh And really what that represents is just having, you know, the speed and agility of a lion with the strength and power of a gorilla. And how how that came about is basically just realizing that um, I was meant to be a strength and conditioning coach. So I used the Liger, but if you notice in that logo, the L is capitalized, the G is capitalized, and the R is capitalized. I've always wondered that. The reason why is because that LGR stands for Let God Reveal. So right. I went through my whole life thinking I was supposed to be a football player and I was meant to do this just because of how things panned out and how it happened all, like, overnight. Yeah, I remember you telling me this. And then an injury to my back, which set me back big time and I could no longer play, made me get so, dive so deep into rehabbing and then coming back. I had lost 30 pounds. I was 265, went down to 235 after that injury. And just rehabbing myself, going from squatting a 10-pound dumbbell to being able to squat 405 again was like, you know, crazy. And being able to jump again and yeah. run fast again. So I figured out that I fell in love. I was in love with the process, not so much of the game of football, but just the process of getting bigger, stronger, and faster, and, you know, seeing that stuff come to fruition on the field. That's what I loved. I really wasn't in love with the game of football. I was in love with training. Yep. And I trained like crazy. I would, we would train. We would literally train at Tuskegee. Our, our strength and conditioning coach, Coach Bronson, uh, would literally kill us, and I'd stay later and do more. Like I was so in love with training, I didn't even realize it right under my nose that I was supposed to be a strength coach and didn't even realize it yeah. because I was so blinded by me thinking you wanted to make it. and then God kept closing doors. Like, nah, you're not supposed to be a football player. Yeah yeah you're at this camp yeah but this is not where you're supposed to be.
1: That that's awesome cuz I never I mean I've always realized that LGR was capitalized, capitalized but I never understood why. Right. Um I think me and Tyler tried to figure it out one day we couldn't. <laughs> but That's what it we, means. And we skip subjects again uh last thing before we get off cuz I know we've been going for a minute right. um almost an hour now. <laughs> uh so we were talking. We all. I want to know the process of how it works. Trying to get in the NFL. So you went to the. the so pro- yeah, I went
0: to uh, went to two pro days. Out. They didn't let me. They didn't let me work out. But they let me run. I ran a forty. It was freezing cold at that pro day. So I ran slow. I literally I had to try to stay warm. It was thirty two degrees at that pro day. I literally had to try to stay warm while everybody else was doing everything else, waiting for my call up to run a forty. And as I get down in my stance. The uh, scout from the Bears was like, all right, Chris, you get, let's run here. I could tell he really wanted me to do well just because of the numbers he had saw on me. Yeah. And, you know, the way I looked, I looked good, man. I came in, I was 200. I lost weight. Looked look like Bernie Davis. Run. I was 248 pounds, man. I could run like crazy. Like, I was, man, my broad jump had I was jumping 12 feet broad. Like, I mean, literally. Um, so, I get down, and I run, it's super cold, man. I ran a 4.81. 4.81. I was two forty eight. There was a, uh, at that time, it wasn't very many people over two hundred forty pounds running faster yeah. than that though. It wasn't. It wasn't like maybe three or four. Yeah, like not a lot. Though. It's a different day and age these days. Yeah. So the the second time I got down, I ran a four seven eight. So I got faster because I ran one and got yeah. a little loose, but I couldn't even run that day, man. Yeah. So it kind of messed me up. Um, I I got picked up um, free agent. Uh, acquired, so, you're going to get right? a signing bonus. Yeah. You don't – no. You, you're trying to just make the squad. Yeah, you try to make work. the practice squad. You, you ain't even worried about getting paid yet. You're trying to make the team. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wind up getting cut, sent home.
1: Uh, this is Jacksonville. Yep. And so, I mean, I want to know how long were you tra- – how long were you out there with the team? How long did it take? So, you had to make – people don't know that they have two yeah. cuts.
0: Yeah. so, no, nah, they have several. So, all right, it's like this – You. The mini camp, you have to make it through mini camp first. So you make it through mini camp, you don't make it through mini mini camp is mostly conditioning. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and you know you do some seven on seven stuff, and I I was good there. I made it through that. I was in the shape of my life, so I wasn't even worried about that. Um, After that, you know, went through the preseason, and it just was like. They re-signed
1: Mike Peterson. So you, played all, you went through all all the preseason games? Yep, How many yep. was that back four. then? It four. It was four.
0: They re-signed Mike Peterson to a deal at that time. That's when I was there. Jack Del Rio was the coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, they re-signed Mike Peterson, who actually didn't even stay the year after that. He went to Atlanta. So
1: you were there when Fred Taylor was there?
0: Yep. Yeah, so I, you definitely need to watch the I Am Athlete podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's on it. Okay. Oh, man, yeah. I've seen Brandon Marshall, but
1: I didn't know. And Fred, Fred Taylor is like – Man, he's he's so cool. He's like, what yeah. a dad. I'm I'm Fred not gonna... Taylor was
0: big, man. Fred Taylor looked like me at tailback. Oh, I right remember because I'm a Florida fan because he came okay. from there. Yeah. His son played over there. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, I'm not gonna. Inter- I don't want to get you off subject again. So you're there, you made it through many or through the preseason.
0: Yeah, and uh, just like I said, they just it was a numbers game, man. They just. It, oh, I've heard it, so many stories. It, like it wasn't even that I wasn't good enough. It was more so that just didn't have a spot for me
1: so you have to have the what 54 man roster 53 53 man 53 roster 53 man roster and um I've heard and if you watch if you like watch any any preseason games which I know they didn't have any this year but if you watch any preseason games and you'll see like somebody gets in in the fourth quarter of the preseason and they like have one ball thrown to them where they drop in like oh man that one drop can yeah make it where you don't make it
0: well it it depends so it, I'm, yeah I'm not everybody but yeah. it, it can. Some people have a lot more riding on one plate than others. You know, you know, if you're the you're the guy who's who they're just experimenting with. All right, we're gonna give you a shot. Yeah, you get your time. You gotta make it count. If you're the first round pick that they took, you know, in the first round, the, their first pick. you can, Oh yeah, you, you're good. You you're can probably not play those, that much. You can you can fall off the yeah. earth. And and you still on the team like literally you can I, I understand that, <laughs> but
1: if you're the free agent trying right. to get on, that's what I'm talking you about. Get you get your, your one pass, time. you better
0: you got you to make it count.
1: What's crazy is how they have what was his old buddy's name on the Patriots for so long just a just a uh, special teams player. Um,
0: uh, who, there's a lot of people that do that. No, man, but
1: it, he's like he would go to Pro Bowls. And yeah, just as
0: Osgood a, did that too. He was a receiver. Osgood, and then you have. Uh, who, who – it was another guy who um,
1: – is a dude on the Patriots. He might have just retired or he might still be playing. But that dude literally be making almost every tackle, every game. On, on. I can't
0: remember. I, I don't even remember now. But I, it's there's a couple guys who, who, who do that though. Um That's crazy how you get that spot. You
1: just yeah. have to hustle your ass off every time. They just can't say no to you.
0: And, and the crazy thing is it just comes down to a coach liking you because the thing is if they – designate a spot on the roster for you and all you do is play special teams they have to really like you because really? a, lot of, a lot of those special team guys are actually playing yeah a yeah hundred percent yeah but so, all
1: right so you went so you got you got cut from them mm-hmm
0: I, when I got cut there I almost stopped playing football I almost was like man I, I don't even want to play no more you know and then the AFL kind of reached out to me and uh, and was like, yeah, you need to come work out. We we want to see you. We yeah. want you to play. So, I went through that. And I was getting ready for that. Then the league folded. Oh, yeah. The league folded. So, that league folded. And I really almost shut it down then. So, uh, I got word from some inside sources that they were coming back the next year. So, they was like, you need to just stay in shape. We'll be back next year. You need to just stay in shape. So, I went and played in a lower level really, the SIFL. I haven't heard of them. Uh well, it's I don't even think they're playing in that league is in, in anymore either, but this was at this time. This is 2010. Yeah. So, um uh I'm uh playing in that league. I uh, tied the sack record the first game I played in that league. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Tied it Four sacks. Uh and so um I was playing I went after that, after that, I went to another team in that league called the uh, Lafayette Wildcatters. Um, and I played in that league in Louisiana for a while. And then the AFL opened back up that next year, and I went to the New Orleans Voodoo. Yeah. Uh, I remember them. They signed me as a linebacker and a fullback. So, I I, I was about 250 pounds then. Uh, I reported to camp at about 260, though. So, um I went to camp. I'm doing good in camp. Rupture my groin. Oh, God. like a, the size the size of a nickel. LGR. And yeah, man. Rupture my groin. So and I was doing great too. Like having a great camp. Interceptions, sacks in practice. Like I'm doing. I'm like I'm posting on Facebook all the stuff that's yeah. going. I'm like, man. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm doing good. Scrimmage game against Dallas. I play in the scrimmage game. It's like a preseason game for us. Scrimmage game against Dallas, I do pretty good. That Sunday, the cool-down practice after that game, I ruptured my groin. That's crazy. Like, man, it just went through that, bounced back from that training. How hard long did that take? Uh, ten weeks. I was out ten weeks. I came back when we was getting ready for the playoffs. Over, half, Yeah, I was going to say over half a season. <laughs> yeah. So, um I uh, came back, of course, we got beat, and the season was over. All right, I got my chance. So I, After I played that, a couple of CFL teams were in, interested in me. Uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats, Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, Paul Jones literally came down and watched me himself. I, I worked out at uh, Ole Miss. Uh, oh, I nice. actually saw a lot of my old coaches there, too, because at that time uh, Coach Nix was at Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. So Coach Nix was my coach at Southern Miss. He was at Ole Miss at the time, him and Derek Nix. Derek Nix was the running back my freshman year at uh, Southern Miss. And he had moved on to coach running backs at, like, uh, the Falcons and other teams, too. And then he was at Ole Miss. I think he's still at Ole Miss now, actually. Derek is. Um, but he was at Ole Miss, too, at that time. And I saw both of them there. And that was the first thing they asked me because they saw how big. I got They were like, boy, you didn't got big because <laughs> last time they saw me, the last time they saw me, I was, like, 225, 228 pounds. Yeah. And here I am at 265, walking into a building. They was like, "Boy, you got big." They was like, first thing they asked me, can you still run?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can still run." Get, so get get your stopwatch. <laughs> I ran a 46 that day. Hey, I ran 468 that day. A 481. I was I was indoor that day. It was indoor, oh, yeah. so I ran 468 that day. I ran good that day and ran a 694 and three cone. Oh damn! Yeah, so was, uh, three the shuttle three in the L drill. I ran a 694. They didn't even do 5.10.5. So around six nine four in the L around a four six eight in the forty. Uh, and I wonder why they
1: didn't do the five ten five. It just
0: depends on what they want to see. Like the honestly, the three cone is harder. 100 percent! Stop, yeah. turn around, yeah. go
1: around the cone, come back. Wait, it's 100% you can harder. choreograph.
0: You can choreograph the five ten five, but you yeah, can how many barely, steps? Yeah, take. you can
1: barely try and run a good time. Well, people don't. So what he's talking about five ten five is five. You you sprint five yards this way. When I say sprint, you get, like he said choreograph. I made sure when I did mine, take my two steps, touch. Yep. Go back ten yards. Might take you four steps. Touch. Sprint back through the five yards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can choreograph that that L drill. Yeah, way harder. Well,
0: I, now me because I got so much experience coaching, it, I can choreograph the L drill also, but it's just a lot more effort goes into choreographing and you running it yeah. the right way. With the five ten five, you're just going back and forth. Easy. The L drill, you, I mean, you got to run straight, bend the corner, come back around, bend this corner, then bend yeah. that corner, stay inside the like. It's a whole lot more speed and agility. Chopping your feet,
1: cutting angles over here, just yeah, plant right. and go, plant, plant and go, is
0: and go. it? So it's a lot more speed and agility involved in the L drill than it is in the five ten five.
1: All right, so let's finish this up with. So you went out to this workout for the CFL? Yeah,
0: killed killed it. Uh, killed that workout. Uh, got my chance. They were they were ready to sign me. Uh, signed with uh, Edmonton at the time and messed up my L5 on my back. That Lift right there. Weights. Nah, um, so it was kind of like one of those – it was freak accident. So they said I had cracked it before and didn't know it. Um, I was literally outside just covering the running back. He ran, he ran a swing and an arrow. He came back inside. When I turned to come back inside with him. Gotcha. Yep. So it was just – it felt like somebody tackled me. It felt like somebody grabbed my legs and tackled me because my legs went numb while I was running.
1: Man, that's crazy. All right, so from there. From there, it was done. It you was just over. said you were done. It was over. I couldn't play how long anymore. Did, how long did it take you to make up your mind on that? The, Immediately? Next, the
0: doctor made up my mind for me. He was like, you ain't playing. Really?
1: Because I don't know there's a lot of people like, man, you might die while I'm going to play. Yeah, nah. That was a new.
0: Yeah, Mm -mm. I I, I had
1: been through too much. Hey, I understand. To where it was like, yeah, that's it. All right. So what? What's what's the plan for the future with Liger and every everything else? Like, what do you what are you striving to do? And
0: so, um, my main goal with Liger is I I really want to train top notch athletes, high level athletes, pros. Uh, you know, uh, potential Division One signees. From high school UFC fighters, (laughs) no, 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 no. I'm messing with you. Definitely, I I was just getting, I was getting to that, you know. And then I want to mix it into all, all sports, you know, basketball, MMA. Yeah, there's a lot of things I've I've started doing, and um, I'm definitely going to do with you that I've I've picked up, you know, a few new training concepts to help you in in, in MMA. Definitely a lot of unilateral stuff and uh, a lot of contralateral lateral stuff uh, to help you with fighting. Um, that I want to implement. So, it, eventually, I just want my own building with my logo on it yeah. and athletes traveling in to come work with me. That's 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 my ultimate goal. That's my dream right there, you know, just have a facility in the middle of some wilderness where, you know, you come in, escape from everything else, and just work hard, and get ready for yeah. stuff. Yeah, your mind's not focused on anything but the work. Right, exactly.
1: And so. And what's so – what people don't understand what's so hard about what you're talking about doing is, it's not like you just have to be able to get people strong or fast. Each sport has a specific thing that, like if you're doing MMA, we have to. I could be as strong as I want, but if I'm not working on punching power or getting my my power to, my power to hold somebody down or getting up off the ground, it's not going to do anything. Same thing for quarterbacks. You got to be able to get that arm strong, get them to be able to move in the pocket. But a bunch of different – every sport's different. So, you have to know all that. It's not just getting somebody strong. Exactly. if you look at old pictures, like when Tyler's – we're in Vegas for Tyler's fight. Man, you can see I got big traps. Man, I'm working out with you. I got big and I got strong and it was all the right strength that I needed, too. So, it's not – it's a lot more than just being able to get somebody strong and not just big, too, because I need to stay smaller so I can make 135. So, it's a lot more – there's a lot more that goes into the people that think. So, I mean – I hope I hope the best for you. And I know you got you know the right people. And once you, they see those people doing good, they just affiliate your name, and it just right. grows from there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, trying to network and make connections is the most important part. You know, doing right by people is really what I really harp on. You know, yeah. whenever I do get a chance to work with someone, I try to do right by them. I try to do whatever I can to make them better, but also. You know, do do whatever I can to show them that hey, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a legit down earth guy. Yeah. right? I, I got you back. Like, right? don't know? burn these bridges. Right hey, before we go, let them know, man. I'm stronger than a look. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely on squats. Now the upper body stuff. You know, uh, I don't know, but
1: upper, now <laughs> maybe maybe some bench press because what bench press is gonna do for me? But right. I can I can power clean like a motherfucker. Yeah. Now nah, I will give you that. But that's still a lower body move.
0: Yeah, it's That's just, still lower body. Move. You got to
1: coordinate it all together. Yeah, it's more technique than it is straight. You but want I'm, to move it
0: with your hips. 100. So your hips are strong. Yeah, you lower body. You know, you probably strong one of the strongest smaller athletes I've ever seen. Like I appreciate lower that. body. Yeah, <laughs> lower body.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate you making it over here, even though you had a flat tire, man, and tire. we're running late. <laughs> I was, so. I appreciate you coming after all that because I thought you were going to stand me up
0: again. No, man. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the first time, AJ kept me a little longer than I was supposed to be there. I'm going to have to have a talk with AJ. For
1: one, he ain't been getting on Call of Duty. That's a problem.
0: He said he was on there last night. He ain't. All right. Well, I
1: don't don't, like go to my friends on there. I just go to like. Whenever I'm on Call of Duty, I just go who on, who's on like the Call of Duty thing. I don't go to my Xbox. Thing. Yeah, so yeah. I need, I need a.
0: I got on him. His mom told me today he gets on Call of Duty and eats ice cream. So I got on him today. Oh, like, I believe it. He got I'm the baby like, what cheeks. You doing eating ice cream on Call of Duty, man. Man, he got he got to eat a sore sores Way <laughs> he ain't that good. Nah, no, he ain't bad.
1: <laughs> I appreciate you making it out, and uh, man, good luck with everything. Appreciate it,
0: man. Good luck to you too, man. I heard I heard you got some fight news coming up.
1: I, I got I, So I announced this In the last one I was supposed to be fighting uh, What's his name Brian Caraway He was in the UFC For 10 years Yeah like 15 fight veteran But He didn't take the money He didn't take the fight Because the money Wasn't right for him I'll fight the dude for free Just because it gives me An opportunity to get back in there Same right. for him He got released At the same time I did mm. But I guess Some people want to make it Some want people that, don't he, he didn't want that L
0: That's what it was Well yeah If he if he <laughs> loses
1: He only gets half the money He would not want that He didn't want that L yeah. Yeah, you want that. Well, L. Maybe maybe he'll see this and we'll talk him into coming yeah, get it, baby. Come on. <laughs> All right, dog. All
0: right.
1: Oh yeah. No 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 What's there? so let everybody know where they can find you at on Facebook, Instagram, website, whatever. Oh yeah.
0: So uh my Instagram, follow uh at McNair Chris to get me on Instagram. A lot of um, a lot of workout stuff on there. Uh Facebook a lot, is just a lot of my girlfriend name. stuff. Yeah. Not on Not on Instagram. That not is that Facebook. Yeah, my fault. I don't, I, I don't, I'll bleep that out. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but it's a lot of workout stuff on on IG. So um, follow, like I said, at McNair Chris. is just my name. I don't have any kind of fancy uh, names on there. We need a liger page, bro. So you know, I th- I've thought about changing my personal page. No, nah, don't change.
1: Just, keep keep uh, personal and just do the business. So uh, like how how Rich has his name was. D1, yeah. I don't think it should be that. I think he should have a rich page, right? And he can put whoever he's training, but have a D1 page,
0: right? Yeah, right. I know what you're saying. Well, faster athlete, uh, now well, you see, I got like a Savage doing.
1: Association page, right? And I don't yeah. post on there as often, but it's only strictly related to Savage Association,
0: right? Gotcha, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually working on a website now for uh, my, my Liger stuff, so I'm um, apparel, everything, hoodies, I'm trying to do leggings, uh. Shorts, you know, joggers, oh, yeah. all that, all that workout gear, uh, coming for sure. Um,
1: all right. Well, until he gets a liger page, go follow him at McNair Chris and uh, keep up with the stuff. Give him a follow. I mean, good stuff. Dude, dude's a beast. Appreciate it. All right. Peace.